0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Radio family, good morning. Welcome to another weekend edition of Community Focus, heard on our intercom station Saturday and Sunday mornings. Thank you so much for your great company. Hope you continue to recover from what was winter storm Diego. And speaking of which... That's going to be part of our topic of discussion, not so much this winter storm, but when we talk about storms in general, there is one organization and agency that many of you, Radio Family, have heard here on our public affairs show. So the small business assistance or the small business administration, I should say, is not new, but it's the person who is representing the agency who is the newest member of our community-focused family, and I really appreciate her for taking the time out She has joined me by phone because yet again, it's just that time of year we're in the middle of storms and and it's just been an interesting season so far as we're about to wrap up 2018. But without further ado, I want to say good morning to you, Elizabeth Dreyer with the SBA. How are you? And thank you so much for calling in this morning.
0: Oh, good morning. Thank you for having me, as Renee, and, as as and me. all your listeners. I really do appreciate
1: it. Now, how are you been faring, my dear, in, in this weather? We kinda chatted a little bit and I discovered you are a Chicagoan by uh way of where you are located now with the SBA. So this probably is not as much snow as you're used to seeing back <laughs> home. <laughs>
0: It, it felt like home, but yeah. sadly not in a good way. Yes,
1: absolutely, <laughs> so. absolutely. We're so glad to have you on board, and to again, as I mentioned, uh, share information about the SBA disaster recovery loan program that some of our some in our area, rather Elizabeth, are familiar with. Many of our area residents and listeners in the Guilford County area, and also in the Forsyth County area. Uh, This definitely will be very helpful information. And I wanted to begin our program with this question for you. This is the United States Small Business Administration, but if a person is not a business, how can they still receive help from the SBA?
0: That's a great question. And, um, yeah, SBA's core – core business throughout the year is working with banks and other types of organizations to get funds to businesses. Right. Um, but in times of disaster, we really expand um, the kind of lending we're doing. So um, we um, after Hurricane Florence here in North Carolina and various other times, things like this hit the U.S., right. we come on in and we offer loans to the entire community. That's homeowners, renters. Even if you don't own your home, we can help you repair replace personal property, including your car that might have been damaged by floodwaters or wind or you know anything having to do with Hurricane Florence. Um, we also lend to... Businesses of any size, um, both funds to repair physical damages as well as working capital um, for those that have lost revenue as a result of the storm. Um, and nonprofits are also eligible to apply for both physical capital or physical physical damage funds and working capital. So we really want to help communities as a whole get back on their feet and provide the long term funding and financing, they need to do that.
1: Absolutely. And, and thank you for, for giving a breakdown on that, because I'm sure that represents a large portion of our listening audience tuning in to our program this morning. Now, the next question is this. What is exactly the SBA Disaster Recovery Program?
0: Yes, the SBA Disaster Recovery Program. So that is our suite of loan products <laughs> that we um, provide to help um, community members you know, get the funds they need to repair damages or replace lost revenue. Um, FEMA comes in and they want to help everybody get safe, sanitary, and secure um, in the wake of disaster. Right. Um, and so we, we always say the first step is to register with FEMA. Mm-hmm. Um, however, SBA then is a partner with FEMA, and we're the second step in the process, so one thing I really want to stress: um, when folks register with FEMA, the vast majority of them are going to get referred to SBA and mm-hmm. advised to fill out an SBA loan application, um, and that can confuse a lot of people. They're like, "Wait right. a minute, I'm not a I'm not a business. This exactly. must be a mistake." Um, but it's actually the second step. So um, FEMA will assess people for you know all the variety of programs that are out there that can help can help folks, mm-hmm. um, and then. They refer over to FEMA, and it's important you fill out that application um, because if we're able to review that application and offer you a loan, we'll do so. If SBA is not able to approve a loan for someone, we then send them back to FEMA, where FEMA will consider them um, for additional possible grant funds. But that doesn't happen unless they complete that second step of acting on that FEMA referral to SBA. Um, so it's important. It's important people do it, or else the process just kind of stops. It's a, a circle there, and and if someone's not sure if they got referred by FEMA, right? Odds are you probably were, so <laughs> you don't need to wait on that. Just go ahead and um, you know apply with us at SBA. Ac-
1: ac- excellent, uh, Elizabeth. Because I was actually going to say, when we think about the number of storms just in this year alone, we've really seen an increase from hurricanes to winter storms, uh, just been running the gamut and it's like just as soon as we go through one storm another one seems to come and it's really for this particular agency a comfort to know that for our listeners who were damaged for example uh, as a result of hurricane florence they do have an agency that they can turn to in terms of uh, sba now how does one apply
0: um Great question. Well, you can apply online. Um, mm. That's the easiest way to do, and it's actually pretty fast. Yeah. Um, go to uh, www. dot uh, Sba. Gov. That's S B A. S is in Small Business Administration. B is in business. A. Okay. So disasterloan.gov. Gov. Uh, sorry, disasterloan. Sba. Gov. Um, and we also have a um, disaster helpline that you can call any day of the week if they want some you know assistance as they're filling out that application right. or if they want to check on the status of one that they've sure. already submitted. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that number is 1-800-659-2955.
1: Okay and we're definitely going to make sure um, Elizabeth either with you or with me to repeat that number and you say that's a helpline number correct?
0: Yep, that's our dedicated SBA Disaster Loan Recovery Program helpline. You're going to get people on that phone who know exactly what we're doing with this program mm-hmm. and look up your individual case. Um, so we do advise, the, um, we try to process applications in two to three weeks. Yes. Um, there's a couple of steps. You're going to fill out the application. Um, if it's for physical damages, a loss verifier will need to make an appointment to visit, Um a loan officer will be, you know, possibly needing a little extra info from mm-hmm. you about your finances. Yes. So there are a few places there where if you give a call, the 800 number, they can let you know where you are in the process. If, you know, someone's try to contact you to get more info or set up an appointment. And that can just help it go more smoothly. Um, so we do advise, call in, you know, uh, about once a week, every two weeks or right. whenever you have a question.
1: Exactly. And again,
0: that, yeah, that's one 800 six five nine two nine five
1: five. And thank you for repeating that number. And thank you for using the, the word comforting because obviously whenever a person does experience a natural disaster, it can be very hard and the process that's the most important thing, knowing that you have an agency such as SBA that can take that homeowner or that business owner step by step in looking towards the road to recovery and trying to get back to some sense of normalcy.
0: Yeah, and that's that's exactly what SBA wants to do. Um, we, yeah, So far, as of, as of today, we've yes. approved um, $340 million in wow. board applications. Right here in North Carolina. Um, that's for homeowners, renters, mm-hmm. businesses, nonprofits. So the money's out there. Um, right. And we want you to just get your application in. Um, so you don't leave money on the table and you have that tool in your back pocket in case you need it. There's no obligation to take the loan. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are approved, you'll have two months to kind of think about it, sit on it, decide right. whether or not you want to take it. Um, and so we just, you know, g- give yourself the tool in case you need it. And, and why? Um, it's because if you if you're going to end up needing loan funds to rebuild or replace working capital, it is the lowest um, interest rate that's probably out there for homeowners and renters. Um, it's as low as two percent um, for nonprofits. It's two point five percent, and for businesses, it's as low as three point six seven five percent. And there are no fees, no closing fee, no origination fee, Excellent. no prepayment penalty. So. Um, a lot of people ask about insurance. They mm-hmm. say, well, if I have insurance, am I still eligible to apply for SBA? Or do I have to wait until my insurance comes through? Right. And the answer is no. Um, SBA in a lot of cases can get you loan funds faster than it takes your insurance to settle everything. Yes. So just go ahead and apply. Right. Um, we can lend up to 100% of the total cost um, you're going to need to repair and get back to how you were before the hurricane hit. Exactly. And if and when, um, Insurance comes through, those Mm -hmm. insurance funds will just pay down, you know, all the part of the loan.
1: Oh, Elizabeth, that is such excellent news. So again, Radio Family, we can't stress this enough, that if you did, as a result of Hurricane Florence, uh, received any sort of impact, from that hurricane. Again, the dedicated recovery helpline is 1-800-659-2955. Elizabeth, I've enjoyed my, my conversation with you thus far this morning, but I have to ask, if you don't mind sharing your backstory, how, how did you get involved in, in all of this and being a part of SBA?
0: Um, well, I uh, have a, <laughs> well, me personally, I, I, my career has been in microfinance, both um, so internationally and here in the u.s right uh working a lot in the uh community development financial financial Mm -hmm. institution field um so these are both nonprofits and banks and credit unions that um try to make uh small loans to businesses that are just getting started or you know consumers who might need to rebuild their credit Um, so that was my background and you know i I love i love getting funds out to communities that that need it to you know climb up the economic ladder so now i've uh joined SBA where not only do we do that, but, you know, we can also do it in times of disaster when, you know, no one was expecting to have to go in and apply for a loan. You know, this just right. hit you. Um, mm-hmm. The SBA can make that process a little easier and, and help you get the money you need to rebuild.
1: Fantastic. And you've been with SBA how long now? Uh, a little over a year. Oh, wow. So you're, you're somewhat still a newbie <laughs> to the yeah, agency. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, thank you so much for the information that you provided. I do have a few more questions for you, but we're going to catch your breath, so to speak, and, and take a little break. So thank you so much with what you shared. And let me just officially welcome you to our Community Focus family. It's very nice to have you on board now. Although you're not a newbie anymore, just about a couple of minutes into our conversation, you were official. Oh, great. Thank you. You're great so welcome. welcome. And thank you, Radio Family, for your great company. Indeed, much more with Elizabeth Dreyer with the Small Business Administration. We are going to continue in our conversation on how the SBA disaster assistance is available. If you are a person who has a small business, if you are an individual that has a, a private nonprofit organization, even if you're a homeowner, Uh, more information on how you can receive that assistance. And Elizabeth, we also want to, when we get back from break, uh, talk about the importance of of getting it in before the deadline. That's something we're going to cover in the second half. So thank you for being with me. All right, great. And Radio Family, we will be back much more of the weekend edition of Community Focus. We're coming back right after this break. It is more the weekend edition of Community Focus. Thank you if you're just joining us. And thank you if you've been with us since the beginning of the program. I thank you, Renee Vaughn, for your great company, Radio Family. The weekend edition of Community Focus is heard on in our intercom stations every Saturday and Sunday morning. Definitely getting the word out about things that are taking place in our community. And I'm being joined or rejoined, I should say, with Elizabeth Dwyer with the Small Business Administration. Also uh, joining us, Elizabeth, is a colleague of yours. I want to say good morning to David Narcisse. David, how are you, sir?
2: I'm doing fine, and yourself?
1: Doing well. Thank you for being a part of this program. As we've been talking, for those to sort of recap or get caught up with our conversation this morning, Uh, We are back with the SBA Disaster Recovery Loan Program and some of the questions that whether you are a business owner or a homeowner or a nonprofit, if you were impacted particularly from Hurricane Florence, the SBA Disaster Recovery Program can help you in that process to not only just rebuild but to recover and hopefully get back to some sort of normalcy. Well, Elizabeth and David, I wanted to ask this question as we continue in our conversation. What kind of things can a person use the loan for, let's just say, if they are a business owner? Let's start there.
0: Yeah, well, um, there are two types of loans for business owners and for nonprofits. Mm -hmm. Um, That's our physical damage loans. Um, Those, either a business or a nonprofit, um, can get those funds to repair or replace anything physical (laughs) that was um, affected by hurricane Florence. That Mm -hmm. can be inventory machinery. um, If you own the physical structure, you know, building of the business, um, you know, repair that building, Um, anything physical cars, um, anything having to do with that business. Um, And then the other thing, the other type of loan that nonprofits and businesses um, can get is our economic injury disaster loan. That's, working capital. Um, mm-hmm. So if you lost revenue as a result of Hurricane Florence, we can lend up to $2 million um, to replace that so you yes. can stay in business. Bills continue, but revenue mm-hmm. might have dropped. and exactly. you might need some funds to, to cover that. So, and that can be, um, it could be, you know, revenue loss that happened, you know, right on the days of Hurricane Florence and we yes. had to shut down, you know, but it can also be revenue loss that people start to see over time. Like, for instance, you know, a lot of times we see a tourism business, you know, the hurricane hit a couple months ago, but maybe now, um, you know, businesses is, is still down. So right. um, that actually brings me to the deadline. There's um, two different deadlines for those types of loans for economic injury disaster loans. Um, the deadline is uh, June 14th, 2019. Mm-hmm. And that's because, you know, I was just saying that we understand revenue loss. Can You know, you might start to notice that over time. So we want to give you some time to get that application in and, you know, really figure out what you might need. Um, but then the physical um, disaster loan application deadline. But David, mm-hmm. Don't we have the news?
2: Yes, we actually have an extension. So now the deadline would be December 19th. So we encourage everybody to apply, get applications in, and see if you can receive any assistance.
1: And Radio Family, December 19th? this coming Wednesday? Excellent, guys. Um, yeah. yeah, thank and you so much for, for physical that. Damages. Yeah. Right, <laughs> exactly. We want to stress that too, uh, radio family, for for our listeners again for the physical damage portion. That is excellent news that they uh, that most in, impacted from Hurricane Florence do have a few more days between now and December 19th. That's really great. David, was there anything that you wanted to add in addition to Elizabeth's comments?
2: Um, Just in case anybody's just joining and didn't hear, there are three ways to apply. You can apply online. Um, you can call the 1-800 number. We'll have Elizabeth give you that, um, that again. And also, you guys can go into a loan application center. Excellent. And that's
0: for folks um, kind of more in eastern North Carolina. We have a few recovery centers. You can go in in person. Um, we don't have any up in um, the Greensboro, Winston-Salem area okay. Um, okay. at this time. But mm-hmm. like David said, um, online, disasterloan.sba.gov. Mm-hmm. Um, You can get that right in from the comfort of your own home.
1: Excellent. And we want to also, again, for those, like you said, David and Elizabeth may just be joining us, and they didn't hear about the dedicated recovery helpline. That, again, is 1-800-659-2955. I did give the correct number, right? Okay. Fantastic. I appreciate that. Now, let me ask you this. What kinds of things can a person use the loan for if they're a homeowner or even if they rent where they live?
0: Yep. Um, We have physical disaster loans available for you, whether or not you own your home. Um, So for homeowners, we can lend up to 200,000 to repair the physical structure of your home mm-hmm. um and then for homeowners or renters um we can lend up to 40,000 to repair or replace your personal property that was damaged that includes your cars um wow. so cars appliances right. um clothing you know food uh whatever whatever got damaged um during that hurricane
1: Excellent. And you were mentioning earlier, Elizabeth and and David, we were having this conversation about the incredible low interest rates. And, of course, the loan amounts and terms are set by the SBA and really are based because, obviously, every uh, person or every case is going to be different. So it's based on each applicant's financial condition.
0: Um, Well, the interest rate is um, fixed. Well, first of all, it's fixed for the life of the loan. Okay. and most folks are going to be qualifying for the two percent interest rate. Right. Um, so I'll be two percent for the life of the loan, and mm-hmm. uh, that's for homeowners and renters. Right. Um, again, there's um, no other fees associated. No, no application fee, of course, um, but no closing fee, Fantastic. no origination fee, yeah, no prepayment penalty. Yeah, um, but
1: the but for interest rates being that low, that that's that's not too bad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, and yeah, because we want to, we don't want to make money on this. We want to get the money to the
1: community. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's a very important key. And thank you for mentioning that, Elizabeth. Now, if I were registered with FEMA, but this, an individual like myself has referred me to the SBA, why would they do that? And what if I don't or want or even need a loan? Let's address those kind of a two-part question.
0: Great question. Um, Well, FEMA um, refers uh, a large portion of homeowners and residents on over to SBA. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's because FEMA and SBA are partners in disaster recovery process. So the very first step is to register with FEMA. um, And you now have until December 19th to do that, if you haven't done that yet. Um, but um FEMA refers most folks over to fill out an SBA application because mm-hmm. it's step two in the disaster recovery process. FEMA wants to see you fill that application out and, and see if SBA can get you the funds you need to rebuild. And that's because F- or that's because SBA um can provide you with a much higher amount of money than FEMA can. So again, right. for homeowners, that's up to two hundred thousand for your house. Homeowners mm-hmm. and renters up to forty thousand for personal property and for business and nonprofits it's up to 2 million for working capital and damages. Um, so you need to, you need to go ahead and sell at SBA, um, because as step two in that, that whole disaster recovery process, um, right. either result will be either SBA will be able to approve you for a loan and you can go ahead and decide whether or not you want to take that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if we're not able to approve you, we then refer you back to FEMA who at that point will, um, Consider you for possible additional grant funds, but that only happens if you go ahead and fill out that SBA application. Absolutely, so,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, David, do you have anything you'd like to add?
2: Um, not today. I feel she okay. got everything out the way. Okay, with that. excellent.
1: <laughs> well, at least let me take this opportunity to thank uh, both of you and to again say thank you, Radio Family, for your great company. And it is the weekend edition of Community Focus, heard on our intercom stations Saturday and Sunday mornings. Great information here with the. SBA, the United States Small Business Administration, joining me, Elizabeth Dwyer and David Narcisse, respectively. Now, the U.S. Small Business Administration makes the American dream of business ownership a reality as the only go-to resource and voice. And that's the important thing for small businesses backed by the federal government, as the SBA certainly helps entrepreneurs and small business owners with the resources and support needed to start, grow, or expand a business. And definitely to add to that or recover from a declared disaster. And that's really the topic of our discussion here as we continue with more of the weekend edition of Community Focus. Elizabeth and David, let me ask this next question. How does insurance, and that that can really be, when we think about the term or the word insurance itself, is sometimes it can be a little bit confusing unless we have experts like yourself to walk us through it. So how does insurance affect SBA disaster recovery loan eligibility? Let's discuss that for the next few minutes.
0: Great question. Um, Well, whether or not you have insurance, um, you're absolutely eligible for an SBA disaster recovery loan. And we want you to, you don't have to wait on insurance. Mm -hmm. In fact, don't wait. Go ahead, sell your SBA application so you can get started. Right, Um, And that's because we will lend we wanna cover uninsured and underinsured losses. Mm-hmm. Um and we don't have to wait to see what, what insurance is gonna to decide to give you. We all know insurance can be a little picky <laughs> yeah. um and slow and so we wanna, you know Get you those funds now, so you can you know just get the rebuilding started. Um, we'll lend up to a hundred percent of the total cost um, to repair and replace your property and home and business back to how they were the day right. before the hurricane hit. Even mm-hmm. um, when insurance comes through with some funds, that that insurance funds will just have to be applied to pay down the SBA loan. So you're after that happens, you'll just have a, either no balance or a smaller mm-hmm. balance on your SBA loan.
1: Okay, yeah. excellent. And, and David, anything from you?
2: No, not really. I okay. just want everybody to be very encouraged to apply. Don't don't feel hesitant. Right. Don't feel as if, you know, don't be scared that you won't get accepted. Exactly. Just apply. First go through FEMA and mm-hmm. then make sure you guys apply.
1: Absolutely. I like this about you, David. You're going to be our cheering section <laughs> for the rest <laughs> of our conversation today. Now, let me, th- this thought just popped into my mind, uh, guys. I don't know if you've ever been asked this question or have experienced uh, this scenario but what if a person who did try let's say on their own or began the process of already starting with home repairs shortly after the impact of Florence will they still be
0: eligible for these funds for recovery yeah. assistance yeah you know just like you would do for insurance or FEMA right. you know just mm-hmm. you know take you know take pictures keep yeah. receipts, seat um, exactly SBA for physical damages SBA will um Either have a loss verifier visit, to check things out, um, or you know they can often do a, a desk review too. But yeah, just some more pictures and receipts. You know, just keep track of everything uh, you're doing. Uh, I'm so
1: glad you mentioned that because that that that's so important. I mean, when you you likened it to a, a car accident or anything that happens that requires some physical proof, it's really important to keep up with those pictures because they they can and do service records. As you're keeping those yeah. along the way.
0: And you know what? For businesses or nonprofits mm-hmm. that um, are thinking of applying for the working capital yes. loans, that's going to involve um, business financials, you know, looking at what your revenue used to be compared to what it is now. Right. Um, and across the state, um, the SBTDCs, um, Small Business Technology and Development Centers, mm-hmm. um, Often based out of community colleges or universities, but they're all over North Carolina. And they are specially trained to help businesses um, fill out their SBA disaster loan economic injury um, application. So, if a business, you know, a small business, a you know, solo entrepreneur um, is thinking this working capital disaster loan might be a solution for them, yes. um, the SBTDCs TDCs um, can give you. Um, you know, personalized help, reconstructing financials, um, filling out the SBA application and, you know, help you be successful with that as well.
1: Fantastic. Now, this is just another aside question. How long has SBA been around oh, that you wow. knew of? Um,
0: <laughs> I, boy, that's a great, you know, that's the first time I've been asked. Oh, okay. um, I should know. No pressure. Very, I'm sorry. Very long, <laughs> a very, very long time. Because, very, okay. Um, for the, for the disaster uh, loan program, there's actually Congress in 1953 that mm-hmm. mandated SBA to be right. the country's lender in times of disaster. Okay. So we've been doing these disaster loans for oh, a
1: very a long time.
0: Yeah. Almost 70 years now. Wow. That's fantastic. And
1: I did not mean to put you on the spot like that, Elizabeth or David, (laughs) but you handle it well. You landed on your feet like a champ. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, let's talk about the next question I have for you. Let's just say I've already submitted my application, but I don't know where it stands. How can I or anyone listening to us here in our public affairs program check on the progress? um, Great
0: question. Oh, and by the way, David actually just looked up our, our our own website that oh, we worked good. for and we confirmed it was June or July 30th, 1953. We oh, were founded. So. Spot on. Thank you, David. Great
1: work. Great work. <laughs> You're welcome. Um,
0: but yes. So here in the year 2018 and 2019, if you have an FBA um, application, you want to know where it stands. Right. Um, call, our, call our disaster helpline 1-800-659-2955. Um, they can look up your case. They can you know, it's as up to date as saying, oh, you know what, I see that, you know, last night a loss verifier left you a voicemail trying to set up a visit. Here's the number, why do you call them back? Um, So we can let you know where it stands, the, you know, where where you are in the process. Mm -hmm. Um, It begins with submitting your application, then it moves to the loss verification, which can either be a visit or a desk review. Right. Um, And then the final step, a a loan officer will be, you know, looking at credit reports and and financials and stuff. But, um, when we are looking for acceptable credit. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to be as um strict as a bank or something like that because we know you know nobody was prepared for this to happen and we want to work with people where they are
1: excellent and the nice thing too elizabeth and david is they can call that number that 1-800-659-2955 number well in the meantime let's talk about if one's loan application is withdrawn or declined what can that person do
0: Oh, I'm glad you asked because that's what we start getting a lot of questions about, right. you know, around now, um mm-hmm. since we're a little further in the process mm-hmm. um, so there are two things I'll cover with withdrawn first sure um, if you've heard from the SBA that your loan application was withdrawn um, don't panic it doesn't mean you were denied right. it means SBA tried to contact you to get some initial additional information mm-hmm. or you know to set up a visit from a loss verifier and for whatever reason SBA didn't hear back from you okay um, and when that happens um, SBA puts the loan on hold um, and we call it loan application on hold. Mm. And we call that a withdrawal. I wish the name were a little different because it can sound yeah, a little confusing. Exactly. But essentially, it, it just means the application's on hold because SBA mm-hmm. needs some extra info from you and they don't have it. Um, so if you got a letter saying that, I want you to go back and reread that letter. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be telling you what it needs from you. Um, or you can, again, don't hesitate to call 1-800- six five nine two nine five five, they can walk through that letter with you yes. um, and explain what SBA needs from you. It might be, you know, we need an additional pay stub, you know, to verify your income, or we need the loss verifier to visit, and he wasn't able to get a hold of you. Mm-hmm. You'll just recontact SBA, giving them the info they need and just um, asking asking them to restart the application process and we'll mm-hmm. and we'll keep it going. Um, so that's if you heard that it was withdrawn. Right. Um, now If you got through the process and then you heard that SBA declined uh, your loan, first of all, I want to say I want to apologize if if that was uh, stressful to anyone to hear that. I can understand how it is and let you know that it's not the end of the road. If the loan was declined, it Mm -hmm. um, it now opens up a six-month window um, to do up to two appeals for reconsideration. And a lot of times people find the loan is able to be approved um, after that appeal. Mm -hmm. So how you do the appeal is... um, SBA initially assessed a loan application based on the information they had um, at the time. In the appeal, you're just going to want to address what the reasons for decline were and give, you know, the extra info to show, hey, you know, that, that wasn't the full picture of my finances or my business or my right. damages. Um, it might be um, perhaps your income is different now than it looked on, say, your 2017 tax return. Exactly. Um, you know, anything. So a, a decline reason can be the income or the business revenues seem too low to handle taking on additional debt. And we don't want to we don't want to give someone a loan if it's going to be a burden. So that can be a decline reason. However, you know, you might get that letter. Or see, it was declined for that and say, well, wait a minute. You know, since since 2017, my income's, you know, risen, I have mm-hmm. a new job or, you know, my business has really taken off or right. I'd like to add a spouse or a cosigner. Let's consider their income along with this. That would be what you would send it w- with your appeal for instance. Um, there can be a variety of reasons. Right. It's, you know, a, a credit report reason, again, you could add a, a cosigner or, you know, a lot of times credit reports have mistakes. Um, so you can send that info in with the mm. appeal as well. Um, so I don't want to confuse people with too many different, you know, what if scenarios of why something might be All declined. Right. But um, I, the big picture I want to give is that letter saying that loan was declined will give the reasons why. And then you have six months um, to send in up to two appeals. Um, and you just want to address those reasons in the letter and, and show why, you know, there's additional change or different information showing that, Hey, I do have the income to support our loan or Hey, you know, my credit's better than you, you looked at or, you know, something like that.
1: Excellent information, uh, Elizabeth. And to add to, to our listeners, another bottom line, just don't give up. Keep trying.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know what? And so speaking of that phone number 1-800-659-2955, mm-hmm. um, we have confirmed it's um, weekdays. Okay. Sure. Um, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m.
1: Okay, thank you so much. So, Radio Family, uh, hopefully, as I know, many of you who tune into our public affairs program, the weekend edition of Community Focus, have been taking some great notes, as I have been trying to take Elizabeth and, and David. Now, we've been talking about... Businesses, private, nonprofit organizations, small business owners, homeowners. Next question is: Are churches and faith-based organizations eligible? I'll get it out eventually.
0: They they sure are, and um, I wanted to add: speaking of weekends, mm-hmm. um, that that eight hundred numbers on Saturdays and Sundays is also available nine a.m. to five thirty p.m. Excellent. So. Yeah, so churches and faith-based organizations, absolutely, um, nonprofits and businesses of any size are mm-hmm. eligible to apply for SBA disaster recovery loans, and yes. that includes um, churches. Um, for working capital, we can't um, replace lost tithe funds or mm-hmm. something like that. Right. Um, but if churches or, or faith-based organizations have, you know, some sort of revenue stream coming in, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe there's a school, maybe there's a Business, there's some sort of revenue stream coming in that, that would be eligible to apply for our economic injury disaster loan as well as um, physical disaster loan. That said, I know your listeners um, kind of span the region, mm-hmm. and there is one distinction I need to make. Sure. So Greensboro um, is in Guilford County, Winston-Salem is in Forsyth County. Right. <laughs> so in Guilford County, um, everyone's eligible to apply for both the physical disaster loans and the economic injury, you know, working capital, Very good. homeowners, renters, businesses, nonprofits. Mm-hmm. However, over in Forsyth County, um, since it wasn't quite as hard hit physically, right. um, only uh, businesses and nonprofits are eligible to apply for our working capital loans. We don't have the physical disaster loans available in mm-hmm. Forsyth County, just Guilford. Well, Guilford County and then a whole other swath of North Carolina. Right. But in your listening region, Guilford is both types of loans mm-hmm. for everybody. Forsyth County is just the working capital loans for businesses and nonprofits.
2: Okay. And
1: thank you, Elizabeth, for for, for making that distinction. Now, what has SBA, speaking of the state of North Carolina, done so far in response to Hurricane Florence?
0: Well, we have um, so far approved $340 million um, in applications from folks. So that's North Carolinians who've sent in their SBA loan application, yes. asked for funds to repair. And mm-hmm. so far, that's 340000000 million we've approved to give out to folks across the state. Um, and that number is going to continue to rise as we keep working yeah. through the applications and people keep submitting them.
1: Absolutely. I'm and, sorry. Go ahead, David.
2: Excuse me. Sure. And to add, roughly around 90% of that has gone to homeowners. So oh. don't just think that, oh, the businesses are the only people getting money. Exactly. We want to, you know, focus and let the people know that the people that need help getting back to where they were in their houses, mm-hmm. apartments, or wherever it may be, we have you guys covered as well.
1: Excellent timing. <laughs> yes on that. And with that, David, again, we want to reemphasize, Radio Family, the filing deadline to return applications for physical property damage has now been extended to December 19th. And the deadline to return economic injury applications is June 14th of 2019. Elizabeth and David, thank you guys so much. I have a couple of minutes remaining. Is there anything that I didn't ask or something you want to reemphasize in the closing minutes of our public affairs program?
0: Uh, well, I will give out that website again where sure. you can you know submit your application. That is um, disasterloan.sba.gov. Um, that's SBA, the initials of the Small Business Administration. Um, so disasterloan.sba.gov. Um and if you need any help filling that out, you can call us at one 800 659 2955 or um, visit an SBTDC, Small Business Uh Development Technology Center. Um they have them across the state, you know, in various universities and community colleges. They can also you can go on in and they can sit down with you and help you fill it out as well. Um, so I guess, the, yeah, the final thing just really want to emphasize, and I think you asked it earlier, mm-hmm. what if I don't want a loan? Right. Um, that's a <laughs> that's what I hear a lot. And that's absolutely, a you know, you want to take consider carefully whether you want to take one. Right. Um, but why don't you go ahead and sell this application? Because there's no obligation. You don't right. have to take it. That's if true. you're approved, it's just going to be, you know, an extra tool in your pocket that mm-hmm. you can use if it you decide ends up being um, a good tool for you. So you'll have two months to decide whether to take it and then six months to, you know, draw it down and use it. So there won't be any pressure and there's, um, you know, it will just get that approval. So, you know, you have that tool. In case <laughs> That's it. right. Absolutely. Uh, Elizabeth
1: and David, I, I must share with you a, a saying that my grandmother used to tell me a lot, not necessarily pertaining to this particular situation, but any time that we may face difficulties or, or hardships and we have to make that crucial decision, you know, is this something that I really need? And she would always say to me, "It's it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and you don't have it yeah yes. exactly. Thank you so much, David. Any closing thoughts from you, sir, this morning?
2: Um no, ma'am. Just okay. again I encourage everybody to go out and apply because we have you know received the extension, which is only roughly a week right so if you haven't if you haven't filled out, please go out and fill out and if you have, we encourage you to check the status on your loan
1: and that is an excellent way to bring our conversation. To a close. Well, David, I must do the same as I did with Elizabeth early in the program, uh, welcoming newbies to the weekend edition of Community Focus, but you are a newbie no longer. In fact, both of you are regular members of our Community Focus family. So anytime uh, important information like this comes down the pike, feel free to reach out to me and and I look forward to any other future conversations we can have going forward. Great job, you guys. Thank you so much for taking the time out to join me this morning.
0: Oh, thank you for having us, Renee. And um, I hope And SBA disaster loans are helpful to, to some of your listeners. Absolutely.
1: I have a feeling that quite a few have been, and this has been terrific information to share with our audience. Well, Radio Family, I thank you for your great company as well and the company of Elizabeth Dwyer and David Narcisse, both with the SBA Small Business Administration. And thank you for the great things you're doing in our communities. Please keep up the great work and no goodbyes, Elizabeth and David, as I usually say on this program, until next time. So again, thank you very much. Radio family, that will bring to a close another weekend edition of Community Focus. Continue to be safe. Enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of this weekend. Take care.